Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Lacey, here with Mella, Josh, and Rashawn. Before we get started, if you listen to any of our episodes from like 50 ago on, you know I'm going to ask you to please go on to whatever platform you're listening on and leave us a review Follow us, subscribe to us, whatever the platform calls for. We want to connect with you. We want to meet other cinephiles and other listeners. It really helps us out, boosts us up, and also connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter at CinephileAttack, and we love to hear from you. Hi, friends. Hello. Hey. How are we do? doing today? We go. What have we been watching? Anything fun and exciting? I watched the movie called The Fallout. I don't know about fun or exciting, but <laughs> it was really good. This is with Jenna Ortega and <gasps> Maddie Ziegler. This is directed by Megan Park. So she's an actress. Damn, it's good. I really don't want to say, like, give a synopsis at all. You know me. I just, like, see a picture and I'm like, this looks good. <laughs> and then I find out and I'm like, whoa. I don't know if I was emotionally ready for that, but we're here now. It does take place in high school, and I feel feel like this was like the first time in a really long time where like the characters actually felt like they were in high school, from like the looks to the language of it, like how they speak. The kids are saying "lol" in real life. At first, I was like, "Is that how kids speak?" And then I, the next day at work, I work at a mall all these kids come in and I'm like, yeah, that's how they fucking speak now. Like, I'm just <laughs> old. <laughs> so it's so good. Like I said, I don't want to say anything. Just go in there. All I'm going to tell you is just be like emotionally okay and watch it. As okay as you can be <laughs> and <laughs> and watch it. Really good. It's woman directed, written, and the director of photography is also a woman. So fuck yeah. I finally saw The King's Man. The, the Kingsman prequel. The Kingsman, the original, is one of my favorite action movies, if not one of my favorite movies ever. I fucking love that movie, like, start to finish. And The Kingsman is so weird. Did I enjoy it? Fuck yeah, I did. It is so, so Matthew Vaughn. And I mean that as a pro and a con. If you don't like Matthew Vaughn, I don't think you're going to like this. If you do like him, you already bought your ticket, so there's no point in me convincing you. <laughs> It's fucking weird. It's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. The action is, like I said, it's a Matthew Vaughn movie, so the action's incredible. The fight scenes are super fucking dope. And it's got maybe the most insane post-credit, mid-credit scene of all time. I don't want to give anything away. It's online probably by now, YouTube or Twitter or wherever. If you're, if you're not interested in it, you can track it down and watch it. I don't get shocked by a lot of things in movies, but my jaw was on the floor when we saw that mid-credit scene. That's all I'll say. Um, it's a fun action movie. If you like the Kingsman series, if you like Golden Circle, the second one, it's worth a watch. It's on HBO now, so you can check it out there. 
I had fun. It's not for everybody. I'm not going to besmirch you if you didn't like it. If you like left the theater early while you're watching it or anything. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> to go watch Scream for the third time. What were you saying? I mean, I'm not copping to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, if you like the Kingsman movies, it's definitely worth a watch. It's at the bottom of my rating of Kingsman movies, but I think they're just, I think they're such a good time. They're just so fun, and it, it is definitely not my favorite, but it it's worth watching. It's worth seeing as part of the series. I watched a really great movie on Hulu a week or two ago um, starring Aubrey Plaza called a black bear. I'm like you, Mella. It looks interesting in the little preview on whatever platform I'm on. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, I, again, I don't want to give too much away, but it was fucking good. Mm-hmm. It is bizarre. It's- I couldn't tell from your letterbox review. Loves it or hates <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's something that I've sat with for a while without talking about it because it's basically two different movies in one movie and I don't know what the message of it was but I dug it I dug what it did I thought the actors were phenomenal I'm not the biggest Aubrey Plaza fan because I just see her and I see April and everything she does Mm-hmm. But she fucking killed it in this movie. She is dynamic and heartbreaking and vulnerable and and shameful. She's amazing. And the movie is really cool. Um, I am watching The After Party. This oh, shit. is a new yeah. Apple TV Plus show. It's a Lord Miller production, actually. It's about a murder, obviously, that happens at a high school reunion. And each episode is told through a different character's perspective. The cast is insane. It's like Mm -hmm. Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, Ben Schwartz, Ike Barinholtz, Dave Franco, Alana Glazer. It's crazy. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is the detective on the case. And as she's interviewing each person at the party, each episode is told through a different film genre. It's so, so cool. cool. I'm only about halfway through. I know it's they're doing the weekly release, one or two episodes a week, I think. Um, but I'm I'm really really digging it. It's just so fun and light and breezy, but really interesting and unique. Kind of like everything that um, Lord and Miller do. So I'd highly recommend it. Um, it's just really really fun. It's on Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Wow, we've all been watching things. Look at us, little cinephiles over here. Also started Peacemaker, Rashawn. We did. I finished and I, yeah, I said this in the thread, but it's outside of Watchmen, it's one of my favorite superhero property TV shows, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't serve, I don't want to jump into the MCU, DCEU thing, but because I like both of them, but it doesn't serve any masters. It doesn't have anything to connect to. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have anything to, you know, be filmed alongside it's you don't have to watch this and that to get it yeah (laughs) it's so self-contained and and confident and and i think this is like the peak of james gunn's id whatever that is Mm -hmm. um there's always something in his work that i'm like oh but this is so perfectly him 
and it, yeah. it's not yeah i love it and we get danielle brooks just like being great, great. She's, great. she's yeah. so good she's so fucking good also shout out to i think the mvp of the show is freddie stroma i don't know if you've gotten to him yet but he's incredible is he um vigilante He's vigilante, yeah. You yeah, probably yeah. haven't. He probably hasn't been unmasked yeah, or anything. Just but the first, yeah. I, hands down, like the runaway character of the of the series. What about Eagly? Oh, I love Eagly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop stalling. <laughs> I'm not actually this episode. Here's the thing. No. Okay. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. I am well known on this podcast for bringing in movies that mean a lot to me or have an emotional connection to and with me. This is like the first time I feel like I'm really just bringing in a fuck it. I just really like this movie week. So (laughs) what are we fighting about today? Lacey. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Thank you so much for that preamble. I loved it. We watch Get Over It. Let's do this. Take your ass whooping. Come on. It's kind of hard to understand, but once you get into it, the story is actually kind of good. Berklander's life was a high school senior's dream. This would all be perfect if it weren't for... Jukata Dance. Ouch. So when a boy band wannabe steals his girlfriend... He calls himself Straker. He'll do anything. Midsummer Night's Dream? What are you going to try out for the show? To make life imitate art. Oh, hell don't break loose. And get his girl back. We sing first, and then we read later. Uh, <laughs> call Domino's. We'll be here a while. You remember? <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. Get Over Big It Parker. is a 2001 teen comedy directed by Tommy O'Haver, written by R. Lee Fleming Jr., starring Ben Foster, Kirsten Dunst, Cisco, Colin Hanks, Shane West, Zoe Saldana, Mila Kunis, and one of my personal favorite actors ever, Mr. Burton Short. Get Over It is about high school senior Burke, who has just been dumped by his girlfriend, Allison. And in an effort to win her back, he decides to audition for the school's musical, and gets help from his best friend Felix's sister, Kelly. Uh, the musical is an adaptation of William Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream, uh, directed by Martin Short's character. And comedy, music, love, and hilarity ensue. Like I said, you guys, I don't give a fuck if no one liked it. I love this movie. I can't tell you. How many times I rented this once from Hollywood Video when I used to go weekly with my family when I was a wee little one, pulled it off the shelf, saw it the first time, and I think I rented it for like four consecutive weeks just Dang. to watch it over and over and you over buy it again. At that point. I could not get over it. <laughs> I just loved it. I couldn't get over it. I just think that this movie is like the epitome of 2000s teen comedy and rom-com formula. I think it's fun. It incorporates Shakespeare and high school theater, which a lot of high school movies don't usually do. So that appealed to my little theater nerd heart. 
and the cast is just stacked with fun people. It's just fun to watch these actors do what they're doing. So I don't care. I don't care what any of you have to say today. So who wants to go first? Because I don't care. You're saying that a lot. I don't care. I don't sure? care. You all had to watch it. I don't care. She made who, do, who do you want to go for? Who, you still choose. Who do you want? Who do you hear? Rashawn, I want to hear from you first. Oh, shit. <laughs> you seem to have a lot to want to say, so say it to me. Lacey, what the fuck was this? <laughs> <laughs> this is a good when fucking you, time, Rashawn. When you put this on the spread, what I remembered of it, I was like, this can't be Lacey's choice. This cannot be Lacey's choice. Based on what we've watched mm-hmm. and you've hated. Yeah. And what I recollected from watching this movie <laughs> 20 years ago. I was like, no, there's no way that Lacey's going to get on the mic with straight face and tell me that she loves this fucking movie. And you just did it. (laughs) It is so all over the place. (laughs) I This movie is horrible. (laughs) Is that horrible? (gasps) I think I know. Is that horrible? If you've been keeping track, listeners, with this from the beginning, Josh usually kind of lets us in on his ranking. I've never done that, but this is my least favorite movie we've ever watched on the show. <laughs> oh my god! Are you serious? <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> it's not even the best movie we've done on the pod with Kirsten Dunst in high school. That's how bad this fucking movie is. <laughs> No. In the genre of Kirsten Dunst in high school, this is like a distant third. Maybe fourth if you count Spider-Man. I don't know. (laughs) They're in college. (laughs) (laughs) The first half, they're all, she does the whole lunch tray thing. He like, yeah. 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 It's just, it's just all over the place. I I can't, I'm not going to sit here and say that I didn't laugh because there are times when I laughed, but the times that I laughed, I was like, if this was my movie, Lacey would drag my ass over the coals for this scene. So I don't know. <laughs> We're in a Twilight Zone. I'm not going to keep rambling past the baton. I hated it. <laughs> my God, you hated it? <laughs> it was not good, my love. You're, I love you so much. It is great. It is great. I love that for you. I love that for you. You want to know why I know Rashawn meant that with his whole chest? Is he didn't gasp once when he said that. <laughs> he was not surprised by a single word that came out of his mouth. That one. Rashawn, you had the audacity last night to be like, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry about tomorrow. What the fuck? Hey, hey you still got two more, two more co-hosts? I'm just saying. I hadn't watched it. I hadn't watched it when we were talking, and I was drunk, and I got stood up. So... <laughs> Oh, damn. There's a lot of facts. Very going sensitive. Into that. <laughs> oh, I oh. I'm gonna go with Mela next. Okay. I thought you were gonna say like something else, but um No, I just hit me. Just bring it, pile it on. You know, Lace, this one <laughs> threw me for a fucking loop. <laughs> what the fuck, girl? I have never seen this movie, so I had no, like, uh, memory of it or anything. I remember the poster very well. 
It was probably mm-hmm. one of those that I'm like, I'm going to rent that next time and then got something else. Little eight, little 11 year old Carmela knew not to get it then because it would have sucked and it sucked today. <laughs> I hate you guys. I fucking hate you guys. I just can't believe that this is a lacy movie. Like, if this was me, totally get it. A lot of what Rashawn said, I completely agree with. There's so many scenes in here that I laughed at, but I also said, what the fuck is happening afterwards? I, also I don't asked, understand. I don't understand. Okay. I also asked, are these people in high school? Are they at a club? What's going on? <laughs> what is going on? No, I won't get over it. What is going on here? That's what I'm going to just leave it at that because we're going to super nitpick this because I need to know what the fuck. I need some answers. All right. All right. All right. Listen, both of you had a good time. I don't know why you're so upset. Okay. Who said that? You said you (laughs) laughed. I laughed. I said I laughed. Josh, put the bow Um, on top. Let's go. What bow? All right. Um, The bow of me getting shit on. I want to ask the other two. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think I have seen this before? No. No. Yeah, so when it started, I was like, holy shit, is that Zoe Saldana? Holy shit, is that Colin Hanks? Like, it was kind of shocking that the amount of, like, A-listers currently working were in this one after another at the beginning. And after, like, two or three of those exclamations, Lacey turned and goes, oh, you haven't seen this? And I went, fucking of course not. <laughs> I don't I know that many people that have. I could have I made you watch this. Again, that is, yeah, that part of it is surprising, I guess. We were probably making out when you did it then. Because probably. This is, a, this is a movie I agree to watch when we're starting dating. Mm, like, okay, now. we can watch Talladega Nights and then we'll watch Get Over It. You know what I mean? Like, So, this is a weird situation to be in. It's Rashawn's worst. It's another like top of the list for me. But in a really weird way. I don't know if I have ever had less of an opinion on a movie. I'm so numb to this movie. It's frightening. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> what do you mean you don't Just care? Just say you didn't like it. Here's the thing. Just say it. I didn't like most of it, but I love, you have to understand, I love Martin Short so fucking much. Yeah, I know. I, I, Carmela owes me $5. Here you go. <laughs> that, that you claim that was going to be the saving grace yeah yes it it martin short's existence in this movie took me from actively disliking it to tolerable because he's in it so much <laughs> my god and when i say tolerable i mean like blank face just like staring at the screen maybe laughing but i don't smile like <laughs> like he said chortling tr- not eh, that's even pushing it mm. i do not think it's a good movie but I love Martin Short so much that I I walked away. I don't think I wasted my time watching it, but I don't know if I'm going to remember this movie in six months. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it was it was possible that I was like, I might start this movie and have seen it and forgot it. But I, you know, that's I what I mean is I've never been so apathetic to a movie on the pod or maybe ever that I'm just like, that is a film that was made. That just uh, crossed through my retinas. Uh, I don't understand. I don't, especially from you, Mella. 
How is the how? It's just what? what I'm I am how? interested in that too because Mela has brought in some late late nineties, early two thousands. I thought I had I had thought you would at least not hate it. No, yeah, I knew you. You thought you had me with this one. <laughs> I was actually sure, um, and I I wanted to be here for you today. Hey, don't think so. <laughs> no, I did because okay, it's it, we'll just we'll just get into it because I just want to start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Our boy Burke, Allison dumps him. He he gets kicked out of the house. He's walking out. Vitamin C. What the fuck? She comes out. There's a band. I loved it. Thought it was great. Thought it yes. was cool. What's it called? Five Hundred Days of Summer comes later. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there a scene like this in Enchanted? Kind of right. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. How like there's know? so many. Yeah. This is like a rom com trope that is funny to me so it set this to what i'm thinking at this time is like oh it's setting it setting me up for this type of movie where like anything goes right all right maybe lacy's got me tonight and then it kind of doesn't do it again it does it the whole time what are you talking about that opening scene is a perfect encapsulation of the whole movie because they're doing this whole thing and vitamin c out of nowhere Shows up to lip sync. Thank you. Okay. To nail. Thank you. I I, thought I was going crazy. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why she's lip syncing. If she's lip syncing, why is she there? Because she's not a character in the movie. (laughs) Oh, she's literally just vitamin C. Honey, let me tell you, we don't need you at the end because Cisco is blowing. So, (laughs) what are you doing? Like a trumpet. I I had to pause the movie because I was like, I turned to Lacey, I was like, that's just Captain and Tennille. And she's like, no, that's vitamin C. I was like, no, I see her. I, like, but I know I know what that song sounds like. And we had to pause the movie to look it up. I was like, that's just that's just the Captain and Tennille song. What yeah. what what why was the it, reason? Why don't they just do a cover? Because vitamin C was really famous at the time of this movie. They were, dude. Honestly, that's what I, the height. Yeah. Right that's what I chalked it up to. And so th- and with that, I was like, all right, it kind of gave me like a not another teen movie, honestly, where it's just like, we got vitamin C, fuck it, Carmel Electra's coming up, fuck it. But the time between those scenes did not have a, they did not piece those scenes together well enough to make it that. It was just like, we're going to have these funny, raunchy scenes that don't connect with this teen comedy whatsoever if it's gonna be a raunchy teen comedy the whole fucking thing needs to be raunchy it is it's not do you do you like the raunch and the dirtiness of it no but that's a lot of the movie yeah it was yeah i don't remember it, it what has part was moments raunchy? i feel like it's balanced i feel like it has the raunch and like the i mean He's literally hoisted up in a sex swing. He falls in front of poop and gets peed on. The horse poop. The yes. horse poop, dude. I was like, Disgusting. no, this is not. This is Carmela's movie. <laughs> when that showed up, when that happened, I looked like I was like, they're going to drag your ass for this. Right it's not funny. That part is not funny. I don't like it. I didn't like it then. You, I don't like it now. You laughed a little. You know why I laughed, Joshua. Don't do that. Why did you laugh? Because he almost got peed on when we went to the gentle barn on Sunday. <laughs> he literally touched the cow and it started peeing. That's true. Uh, I, okay, so what 
because you're getting jumped and that, and you know what it's gonna happen but <laughs> i want to know is it the shakespeare because there's not enough of that but is it like what is it that you love about this because they don't even there's not a, even a lot of verse so i i just don't know a lot of verse know. Like of the actual of the actual text, like it's not like they're inter- interweaving that in the movie. I, I was just trying to find an in for <laughs> why you love this because I know you so well at this point. Yeah, and I know, I know your movie tastes so well at this point. Yeah, and so I was like, where is the connect? Is it just because is it nostalgia and you've seen it a lot? I think I think what it, I think it's the actors. I loved all oh. of these actors at the time and I still love these actors now. So to see them in a teen movie that is set around the theater room I think is what was really exciting for me then and why I have such like a tender spot for it now watching it. We don't get a lot of, like, theater geeks are kind of pushed to the side in most teen comedies. And and in this one, the theater is at the forefront of the story. And the, the show, putting on the show, is at the forefront of the story. And so it, it felt like a teen comedy made for the, the, the theater geek. And it succeeded. Speaking of. Well, no. <laughs> we all, we all went to, to acting school. We all had a. A final, in a, in a normal college, it would be a thesis, but we had a final film, right? We all had to be in a group. We did a film. Then maybe, like, now we would put the CD-ROM into our fucking DVD player and we would watch it and we'd be like, this was fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Remember when we thought mm-hmm. we were good? Speak for yourself. I was brilliant. I wasn't. <laughs> I'll say it. I don't care. Um, we were I scene feel- partners. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if they got Kiki and Cisco and Bane all together to watch this DVD, they would say the same thing. They'd be like, this, what the fuck did we do? It just looks like fun. It just looks like fun. I'll give you that for Cisco for sure. Because, you know, Ben Foster, I think, was pretty one note. But future Academy Award winner... Kirsten Dunst, I think, is really charming in this. Don't jinx her. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I would say with one notable exception, I don't know if anyone can look back and be embarrassed by what they did in this movie. I think everyone's, you know, does what Who's they the do. Who's the exception? Fucking Shane West. <laughs> Woo! Let's talk about <laughs> it. Oh my God. Call, call him K, call him K9H2O because he's dog water in this, dude. <laughs> He's oh, yeah, so bad. I feel bad because I'm like, did they just did the director just hang you out to dry? Because what direction did I don't know? He's so Cause... over the top from a teen lens. He was so like, oh, he's the bad guy. How could she? How could you possibly love him and not Ben? He's so sweet. But here's the thing: like, I can see the movie where he's good. Doing what he's doing. Like mm-hmm. a good actor, you mean not like a good guy? Yeah. Yeah, like he's giving... I can see the movie where his performance is great. But he's in the wrong one. And I'm, I want to, like, shake him. Because <laughs> <laughs> compare it to Matthew Lillard and she's all that. He's kind of doing the same thing. 
and it's very over the top and like, eh, but you get why she's with him and she's all that. Mm-hmm. With this, I'm like, he's, what? I get question, it. Question for the class. What was going on in the late 90s, early 2000s where every other teen rom-com had to be based on Shakespeare? Dude, seriously. Why not? It was. I like that. It's pretty. Cool. I I I get it, and it's. I don't hate it at all. I think it's cool, and it probably introduced a lot of people to Shakespeare. But like, why did everyone <laughs> just kind of agree at the same time to do that? Like, it all happened like in this like a five year span. Yeah, it was. It was a trend, you know. I guess yeah. This is a little too overt, I think. Whereas I don't know if a lot of people know right. ten things is a Shakespeare. Are... I don't. I don't mind the. Old... Is overtness a word? Whatever. I don't mind it. <laughs> I think like, it is. All right. If Lacey says it is, it is. Um, yeah, I feel like because they, they're they straight up like, we're going to do this play, but it's a musical. Ten things, they're like playing the characters, right? Like they're, mm-hmm. they're in the story versus this is like, we're separate. We're doing this show. So it's just like. But they're also the characters. Yeah, they, they they, I mean, they are. Mirrors it. Yeah. 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 That was the least worst of it all for <laughs> by me. The end of, by the end of the movie, it, it very unsubtly mirrors it. How? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, if that's the least, Mello, what is the most? Um, Shane West is pretty fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be. But like. Not like that. He, he's not like. I know we just. I feel like we just got off of him, but I'm not done. Um. <laughs> Okay, so I thought that the accent... Stop, stop. She's already dead. (laughs) Play the clip. Play the clip. Stop! He's already dead. I thought that the accent was going to be fake. I still don't understand why he did that. I don't know. I don't get it. That's fake, right? No, in the movie, it's 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 real. It's part of his character. So when he was at the teen club or party or wherever the fuck they were at... He's like doing this bit where he's like, oh, yeah, I came from London or wherever he's from. And then I thought he was going to walk away and be like, that's my move. And that part never happened. And then the accent is terrible. And it sounds like he's dubbed the entire movie. It's weird. Like yeah. his his mixing is different. It's it feels so like. strange. It's weird. When I was proclaiming. Oh shit, Colin Hanks. Oh shit, Zoe Saldana like rattling them off every time they came on screen. Shane West came on screen and Lacey went, she like looked at me and was like, um, Shane West? And I was like, I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. And then I looked up his IMDb and again, you thought I've seen Get Over It and you're assuming I've seen A Walk to Remember? (laughs) I did not assume you've seen A Walk to Remember. I would assume you have watched it. Because of Lacey, but so he goes on a blind date. Mm-hmm. Just a question: Is that a lady, or is that supposed to be a teenager? No, she was in she, a coma for coma. six years. Yeah, she was in a coma so for six years. Technically, oh. like in her mid twenties, but got it. She's still mentally. <laughs> she's still okay. <laughs> that was just a question. Um, okay, so that scene, uh-huh. one of those, what I mean, where she's like. Makes all these accidents. The piece of meat goes flying. The mm-hmm. little kid's like, ooh, titties. Cracked up, of course. Easy <laughs> joke for me. But I feel like... 
<laughs> eight-year-old saying titties. Love locked. it. And you almost see them. Like, it's so good. But the balance of it is just not there for me because you're just like, right before that, I feel like I shouldn't be shocked that this scene is happening. It's not that I'm shocked as to what's happening in this scene. I'm shocked that the scene is happening in this movie. <laughs> Why, like though? The, the, it's the, a like, teeny... The, like, Rube Goldberg machine of, like, accident after accident after accident. Yeah, like, it. that... What? And then yeah, it never... The, the slapstick comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like, it really falling. Doesn't. It's a teen comedy. I don't know. Why does it need to be justified? Why can't it just happen? That is not a teen comedy trope though no that's just a comedy trope okay it's a comedy but it was a little outlandish the wheelchair getting launched forward and him standing up and blasting through a window pane is a little crazy the guy being lit on fire jesus christ and that's what i say like this you're all sequence, laughing though it's that's funny. the thing it's like this it's funny it's the funniest scene for me like i fucking laughed at this scene but then it's over and then i'm like wait what like i felt like i stepped out of get over it and was watching not another team not another team movie yeah it's like the post nut clarity of watching that scene you're like oh Oh my god what the fuck josh melon understands what i mean (laughs) post nut (laughs) she gets it and you're like you laugh at it and then it's down and you realize oh should i just laugh and get over it yeah oh man there's slapstick and then there's like Star Wars swipes and then there's like a split diopter shot and then there's like Martin Short has bubble thoughts. It's just like <laughs> I, am, I don't do drugs, baby, but what the fuck? I came close. It's very it's very it's like a melting pot a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't Not know. In a good way. No. Maybe in a good way. I mean, Lacey loves it. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Let's talk about Martin Short so Josh can say some nice things. Give me a a moment to breathe. I mean, the nice thing isn't about get over it. The nice thing is about how much I love Martin Short. Okay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you had to be mean while telling me that. You can just just say something nice about Martin Short. Um, I, I think oh my I God. think he could. I think he could make uh, and reading the phone book funny. I think he's. I think he has this uh, very specific form of silly that uh, is in, incredibly hard to hit. Um, I don't think a lot of people can do it nowadays. I think his reputation precedes him. He's one of the people where he's people automatically laugh at him because he's Martin Short. Mm-hmm. But he he is he is mastered being silly, I think, right. pretty phenomenally. And this role is silly, and Martin Short is silly, and he's funny. I think he's so funny. I think he's funny. Yeah. I think he plays the trope of a theater teacher so perfectly, mm-hmm. taking it so seriously. Like this is a Broadway debut. It it gives me <laughs> SNL, the SNL high school theater skit yeah vibes that's who he is it's martin short always does bits that i don't want to laugh at that i think i'm better like i'm like i'm too good to laugh at this like when he has this speech bubble he's like i'm gonna be writing musicals on the street and he's uh, conducting over a a burning trash can (laughs) a choir of 
homeless people and then he like trips and he 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 drops his wand into the trash can and then shrieks as the bubble is closing i didn't want to laugh at it because i was like this is a stupid silly <laughs> bit but god damn it i laughed at it i don't he drops understand his wand like, just oh! laugh just let it be fun it's not even the movie that's what i mean about martin short's silliness is he always does things that are so goofy and like not childish but like seem immature you're like i'm not gonna laugh at this and then he just keeps doing them until you laugh <laughs> he gets it dude there you go did you guys laugh at martin short or do you hate comedy <laughs> <laughs> no i did i did <laughs> i thought he was funny the comedy in this is funny but the everything in between is basura <laughs> <laughs> it's not trashed it's it really is. You know, maybe I'll go watch fucking what's that movie? Gigolo with what's his face? Male something something male gigolo. Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, Deuce, Deuce Bigelow. Bigelow male gigolo with Rob Schneider. Okay, I'm gonna get to a point here because the funniest part for me is obviously like the blind date, where it's just like yeah. stupid, over the top, and I like the marching band, like shit like that makes me laugh because it seems like so ridiculous. I would have rather watched a hunt, like an hour and 29 minutes of just him on a date with all of these like funny things happening than like see them see any romance. I don't want to see Allison's <sighs> bland ass saltine cracker face again. <laughs> I don't even care to see the musical. Like just give me that and Martin Short, honestly. Like the musical is the point. It is a movie. Okay, so so serious question because I actually disagree with Mel. I would rather see the other stuff mm-hmm. than the slapstick. I I like the romance and I think Ben Foster and Kirsten have really good chemistry. I do agree with that. And I don't care. Like it's obviously from moment one, it's obvious that they're going to end up together. And I, you know, I love a rom com. I love that they're just how's it going to happen. But then we have like, you know, choking on steak and shit. But <laughs> <laughs> but so the musical, it's supposed to be bad. Yes. Like yeah. he's a he's a bad director and everyone's kinda like, uh. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. It's not it's not like completely apparent. I, if if you did high school theater at all, I think you had that experience where Half the people that you're working with take it super seriously, and this is the most important thing we'll ever do in our whole lives <laughs> is this play right here tonight together. And then you have the other half of the cast that's like, fuck it, who wants to go to Denny's? Yeah, who wants to go to <laughs> Denny's and dance for 45 minutes? <laughs> like, I think the issue with the musical, if we're going to get into it, I think it, it starts with the opening number of whatever the doo wop shit. That it's it's I think the the framing of the movie kind of messes it up because there are times where we need the movie to remind us that it knows the musical is bad, too. Like there are times where the musical is bad and it cuts to the audience and like the dad is like, oh, I need a drink. But there are other times where the musical is bad, like the opening scene and we're watching it and it's bad and it's cutting to the audience and the mom and dad are proud and Colin Hanks is kind of proud and he's watching it and he's like smiling and it's like wait so they like this part 
that's done by Martin Short that's very clearly not good. And then, but then it cuts to Cisco dancing, and they're like, oh, they like that. But See, then it I cuts- t- I took the opening as like. It's the opening of a high school show. Aw, oh, look at them up there on stage. That's cute. I think we get waves of the audience appreciating and depreciating what's happening on stage. Yeah, and I, I think that's was... only amplified by, like, it starts with the fun, cutesy, oh, look, what, look at them up there. They're so cute, to the, oh, shit, this is dragging on a long time. <laughs> and then we're revived with Kirsten's song. That's when everybody kind of gets sucked back in. Right. And then they rewrite the ending and it's a huge success because it's always a huge success when you're doing a high school show. (laughs) High school (laughs) theater is always a huge applause at the end. That's part of the magic of it. Um, I said my piece, so. (laughs) I just assumed there was more coming and you muted yourself. (laughs) He said, okay, I'm (laughs) doing No, I mean... That's what it is, is it just felt inconsistent. Like it felt like That's a well, great word. I'm watching I'm watching a, a a bad musical number, but it's cutting to the audience who enjoys it. But then I'm watching another bad musical number and it's cutting to the audience who are also grimacing. So it's like so they like some of the stuff I dislike and they dislike some of the stuff I don't know. It's a high school play, yes, you're right. Yes. Feels like that's your get out of jail free card that you've used about a hundred <laughs> times in this episode. It's a I don't think comedy. it's a get out of jail card. I am being genuine. I genuinely think that's the high school theater experience. I mean, I I agree with you. I don't I don't know. Um my fists are tired. <laughs> <laughs> Beating Lacey up. <laughs> it's okay. I can take it. I can take it. Like no, and I, I get what you're saying. The irony of the audience's experience versus the cast on stage and their experience from putting on a show. But I don't know if the movie is aware of that. That's what it is. Well, I think they are. I think it is. Great. Can't argue with that. <laughs> Perfect. I'm not asking for you to argue. <laughs> It's very clear I'm alone. So anything else you want to ream on before we move on? Um, Ed Bigley Jr. and Susie Kurtz. I want more of them. In the same way of um, Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson in Easy A, I think they have such little small moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, also, sorry, they're in a different movie. But I love that movie that they're in. Give me that movie. I'll watch it. Give me that movie. Just like completely inappropriate, but 100% supportive parents. I love that shit. For whatever parts of the movie that they're in, they're great. And I said something nice about the movie. Look at me. Growth. Growth. In an hour. Not. Anyone else? Um, Not you, Carmela. What? 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've been the gentlest. What? The gentlest? Yes. A Have kick is still a you? kick. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I was wearing Crocs when I kissed yeah. her. Y'all wore steel-toe boots. I I do have on my Tims tonight, but yeah. I mean, Cisco was the token. Like, what else could he do? I was just gonna compliment that, but I guess I'm not allowed to speak anymore. So, oh my god, just <laughs> go! I was joking. I like Cisco. 
Wait, you didn't earlier you were like, Cisco, uh, I don't know. I don't know, did I? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you did. I thought you were going to, I thought it was about something else. I don't know, it's Cisco. I thought it was good, I thought it was good, I, I. That's yeah, funny. Like I, I thought said, he, was, I, I, he and Mila Kunis were so cute together, too. All right, anything else before we move on? Hated hmm. it, hated it, apathetic to it. Thanks for September at the end. It ends on a fun, funky note. It does. Those white people are trying. They so hard. <laughs> I love that Kirsten and Ben come out in like 70s attire and no one else does. Nobody else. No else. Nobody else. It did make me want to find out what vitamin C is up to. Like yeah. what? And? Huh? You Did you or did you just want to find out? Oh, did no. Like I, I finished the movie and I came straight to the mic. So <laughs> it's all fresh. It's all fresh. It's all fresh. You'll report back next week. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Who wants to play a game? Me. I want to play a game. All right, everyone. Gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. guessing game. Come on, we are going back to high school with a little game yeah. I like to call Most Likely. We have three categories for this game. The first category is all get over it characters. I'm going to tell you what they won their senior year for what they were most likely to be or do. Category number two is Shakespeare characters. It is a short category. Don't worry, it's for me. The third category is real life celebrities and what they were voted in high school by their peers. I'll give you clues and you will have to buzz in and guess what they are. Gooch. Gooch. First, get over it character. During her senior year of high school, this character was voted most likely to be famous. Josh. That's got to be Kirsten Dunst's character, right? It sure is. Kelly is a musician and a singer and just a beautiful actress. She was most likely to be famous. Is this like factual from the movie? No, I just made it up. Okay, I was like, damn, I, I <laughs> promise I was I promise I was paying attention. You were so confused, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like your face was just like, all right. <laughs> During her senior year of high school, this character was voted most flirtatious. Rashan. Um, Maggie? Who? Or Zoe Saldana? Oh, no. Oh, she's oh. just a trollop. Ooh. <gasps> Am I wrong? Carmela. Is it Mila Kunis' character? Uh, no. I got tricky with this one. I didn't say it was this high school. Uh... Josh, you want to take a guess? <laughs> Did I throw you? That threw me, but I was going to guess the New Zealander. Nope. The... Last guess for Sean. Uh, Burke's mom. Yes, Beverly mm-hmm. or Swoozy Kurtz was voted most flirtatious her senior year of high school. Shout out to Pushing Daisies. Oh, yeah. I miss it. During his senior year of high school, this character was voted most likely to get arrested. Josh. The fucking uh, tech. The stage <laughs> hand. 
Yes, you're right. I don't know their names, but the stage hands. Yes. Let's go. During his senior year of high school, this character was voted most likely to be famous. Rashawn. It's Shane West? No. Josh. Cisco. No. Ooh. Mel, you want to take a guess? The kid that plays Puck. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was, of course, Dr. Desmond Forrest Oates, oh, played by Martin Short. He uh, voted for himself 52 times to make sure he got it. Absolutely. Of course he did, yes. Who did he write the song for? Was it Aretha Franklin? Diana Ross. Yes. Diana Ross. Yes. <laughs> now we're into our Shakespeare round of most likelies. Oh, my goodness. During his senior year of high school, this tragic leader was voted most likely to succeed if only the wishes hadn't gotten there first. Josh. Is that Macbeth? That is Macbeth from Macbeth. Congratulations. Did you say witches or wishes? Witches. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Still wasn't gonna get it. Hated that movie anyway. <laughs> no. During her senior year of high school, this comedic romantic character was voted shortest. <laughs> Rashawn. Uh, Desdemona. No. no. Why did I say that? Why did I, you say it's that? Hel- Helena. I meant. It is not. <laughs> it's the other one. Josh. I don't know who the other one is. I don't know their name. No it's Hermia, you twits. Oh, Hermia from Midsummer Night's Dream. Kiki's character. It's okay. This is just for me. If they had made it to their senior year of high school, this tragic duo would have been voted most likely to get married. Carmela. Romeo and Juliet. You're sure right. Yes. Romeo My and was Juliet. No, it Yes, it was. <laughs> some lagging. There's some internet lagging. Whatever. Okay, now we're into the fun round. These are real life celebrities and what they were voted for in their real high schools. Okay. Or so buddy these are buddy. real, Rashawn. These are all real. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> During his senior year of high school, this nutty actor was voted most comedic. Josh. Gotta be Eddie Murphy. It is Eddie Murphy. Congratulations. Fucking internet lagging. <laughs> <laughs> is it or is it your shoulder muscles? Ooh. No. During her senior year of high school, this supreme singer and performer was also voted best dressed. To go Mella. Carmela. Diana Ross. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, she okay. Sure I got my head. <laughs> During his senior year of high school. This handsome recent Oscar winner was also voted best dressed. Joshua. It's got to be Brad Pitt. It is Brad Pitt. You're goddamn right it is. voted best dressed in high school. (laughs) Best undressed too, you know what I mean? Oh my God. All right. During his senior year of high school, this well-known action star known for jumping on couches was voted least likely to succeed. Carmela. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was voted least likely to succeed Wait, in high school. Really? Yep. That's fucking That's wild. Funny. During her senior year of high school, this pod favorite actress was voted most likely to brighten your day. 
Josh. Is it Nikki Kids? No. <laughs> I was going to guess that. She's a pod favorite actress. Carmela. Julia Roberts. No. <laughs> Rashawn, do you want to take a guess before I give it to Josh? No, I gave up. I'll see you in six degrees. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> what a salty Sally! <laughs> I kept raising my hand. <laughs> salty! <laughs> Josh. Is it, is it Sandy? Miss Sandy Bullock was voted Let's most likely to go. brighten your day. Not after she lost. <laughs> 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 you brighten my day, bitch. You guys gonna stay in the dork? Oh Lord. Lordy Lord. Well, Josh, congratulations. You won most likely. Uh would you like to share what you were most likely voted for in high school? I won three. Yeah. Of course he did. <sighs> I won uh, most likely to be famous, best dancer, most self-worth, which basically means just the most full of yourself. Self-worth? <laughs> like the cockiest, yeah. Most conceited. Well, now I want to know what everyone was. Yeah, we have I know. To, um... I what, Did you guys get voted anything? No. Mella, did you? I, yeah, I got to wittiest and best all around. Absolutely. Oh, shit, you got a, you, y'all got an all around? All around, baby. I didn't get an official one, and I'm still, like, really upset about it. Um, Same. But in the last week of school, in our newspaper, there was, like, an honorary senior, senior voting. And I did get voted in that, most likely to get a star on Hollywood Boulevard. So. Aww. Aww. Gonna be famous. Not most likely to be famous in the yearbook for everyone to remember. But I'll remember the last week of the high school newspaper. Still got that clipping. Hollywood star. All right. Well, wrapping things up, I think we can all agree that this was a movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wait, that was your three. We can agree on is that it's a movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's it. We agreed about Kiki. Did we? Yeah. Josh said something nice about her. So did I. You said this was the worst thing she did. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you said. Ever. Ever. Out of all her high school movies, this is the worst one. That's what you said. That's three films. I said she has fantastic chemistry with Ben Foster. Well, then there's the other one. We end each episode with a quick round of Six Degrees of Separation, connecting an actor from this week's movie to an actor from next week's movie. So, who can find the quickest connection between Ben Foster and one of the stars from next week's movie, Tessa Thompson? Can I use Marvel? They said no. Well, I have it. I got it. You got it? No, I don't got it because I can't use fucking... Oh. But I got it. Wait, I might not even have to... Wait. I got it. What no. is it, Rashawn? No, no. No! I think, but it, I'm like lost in the sauce. <laughs> Wait, I think I remember one... Okay. He's not in this, I'm fucked. Just, just okay, lift yes. it. Fuck it, fuck. Go, Rashad. Oh my no, god. No, no, no. 
No, that's a circle. Oh my god, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Without without Marvel. Do it, Josh. Let's go! Um, <laughs> Chris Pine. I mean, wait, sorry. Ben Foster. <laughs> ben Foster's in Hell or High Water with Chris Pine, who is in Star Trek with Chris Hemsworth, who is in Men in Black. Nice. International with Tessa Thompson. Nice. Well, hope you guys had fun. That's it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we would love it if you took a moment to like, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Spotify, anywhere you're listening. You can find this in all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CinephileAttack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or if you just want to show us some love, tell us that Get Over It is a good movie. Email us at (laughs) cinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Lacey, Mella, Josh, and Rashawn. We bid you adieu. Until next week. Bye. Bye.